Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Everyday Wholeness Show with myself, Karen Stoltz, and the most amazing, wonderful, fantabulous, and beautiful lady, Janet Uribe. And today, we're going to come straight out for you, totally straight out of how wholeness is all around us, including when we have wholeness of self-abuse. Wow, Janet, that is, whoa. Yeah, we we do a lot of that self-abuse, don't we? Yeah, and we don't think that we do. Yeah. But we do. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those things that we talked about um, in previous programs, being able to forgive yourself and uh it, it really is it's more than forgiveness because we just abuse ourselves without even recognizing it you know yeah. why can't i do this this is not me i can't do this oh my gosh friend absolutely and you know it's interesting cuz we'll think about self abuse as things like perhaps not feeding the body to the point of anorexia or we'll think of self-abuse, like for me personally, when I was a younger teen, I used to cut myself and mm. dig in my body mm. because I wanted to feel. I had shut down feeling so much at that time in my life. So, you know, it's interesting we'll self-abuse by saying, you know, look at this stomach. Look at this. Look at what happened. What happened to my boobs? What is going on? My skin's got acne. And we will literally sit there and abuse the body when it's actually communicating with us, telling us, hey, something is off. <laughs> something is out of alignment. You're the one that's not looking and also not appreciating that I'm showing you something is out of alignment. So I've been struggling last episode, for those of you who listened, I've been struggling with throat chakra stuff. No, I'm a master at that girl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and so typically you know, we're supposed to sit down and talk to our organs and our body and say, hey, what do you have to show me? But I haven't even been doing that really, because one of the things to do is to really get authentic to your, with yourself. Like if you're not stepping in full authenticity and holistic awareness of what you're really doing, then even understanding why you got there to begin with is going to be very hard. So I'll tell you how I found out I was getting there. I was meeting with my mentor, Tammy Demirza, and she says, you know, what do you want for the universe? And I told her the universe to share with you. And I was like, well, can the universe just tell me what's in my highest and greatest good today? And she sat there and looks at me. And I was like, what is this broad doing? And she says, well, I'm going to treat you exactly as the universe would treat you. You are a conscious creator. <laughs> like you are here to start making decisions and lead. So Tell me what it is that you want to address. Immediately, I changed my mind. I'm like, this is going on and this is going on and I'm in my business and I want to grow. But at the same time, I don't want to go with this part of my business and I'm just frustrated. And I, you know, I can't even take on another kid and where I am in my current situation. And like, I just start choo, 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 vomiting everything that was really in the subconscious, everything that was really going on in my mind that typically I'll just wake up and go through the movements and the moments of everything instead of acknowledging the way that I'm approaching it. So rather than being in gratitude and appreciation that I have this incredible business, it feeds my family. I help transform children's lives. Rather than stepping into any of that, I was in the 
something's missing. Yeah. <laughs> something's missing. Our self-abuse. Oh, yeah. Self-abuse. Self-abuse. So one of the reasons I'm choosing to share this with you guys today is because one of the best ways that I've learned through my mentors and through experiences, one of the ways to disarm these scenarios is to be authentic and truthful about them. It kind of weakens the wall to just, it's not about giving it energy necessarily, but it's about identifying it in the self-actualization process in the, okay, I'm ready to choose differently process to actually begin the trajectory in a different way, a diff- totally different direction, as opposed to I am bad. There is something wrong. I am not whole. There's something missing. So why do we have a podcast that's called the Everyday Wholeness Show? <laughs> And here, here, watching me, listening to me tell you that I don't feel whole, that is the very reason why. I chose to participate and collaborate with Karen and in, 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 in my very curriculum that I am here to master and learn to accept my wholeness and share that experience with you guys because in all authenticity, I don't have my shit together any more than you do. <laughs> You do have more resources though than a lot of us. That's and that's that's a falsism, isn't it? It's yeah. just a case of being able to be open to those resources more, but we all have the same resources, don't yeah, we? We all have the same resources and we all we're all here, right? We're all here collectively as like extensions of ourselves and all from the same source stream of energy, right? But the idea is, and I love knowing this, that, you know, in 20 years from now, I might come back and listen to this episode and be like, dang, I really wasn't comfortable at that time in my life, even though I had many comforts. Yeah. So it's just real cool to kind of be able to be more real with this with all of you and really tell you this is part of it. The whole idea is learning to embrace that self-abuse and say, all right. So I see myself in self-abuse right now. What can I do with this moving forward? It, it's it's making the choice to make a change. Yeah. And recognizing that we are abusing ourselves. Every single time we speak negatively to ourselves, just like Janet was saying, looking in the mirror and seeing all that pot belly that you know, the hair's coming out, the the face is all bedraggled, whatever. That is self-abuse. So looking, making the choice that, all right, the next time I look in the mirror, I'm going to find one thing, one, even if it's minuscule because you're sick and the knots running out of your nose and the tears of everything and you're you haven't washed your hair in a week what is one thing that you can feel good about that is good and start stopping the self-abuse because friends honestly we we beat ourselves up way too much and we would not be put on this earth to live our dreams, to, to, 
be on purpose if we were that bad? Come on, guys. Honor yourself. Find what's good. And if it's something that is important, make the choice to start moving in that direction instead of abusing yourself and just saying, I can't do that. I can't do I could never do that. Guys, I am a master at excuses. I mean, that was my, I was so masterful with excuses and what I couldn't do. And I said out loud and I, I felt it. I honestly could not do something. But when push came to shove, I ended up doing that very thing I couldn't do for one day, one night. I did for five years. We can do whatever we need to do. It's just a question of, are we willing to do what we need to do to feel good and stop abusing ourselves? Pretty powerful stuff, huh, friends? <laughs> and sometimes that takes help. Yeah. Sometimes, it, 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 well, it actually, it always does. You can't do it alone. You simply cannot do it alone. And whether it is um, opening up more to spirit or reaching out to Janet for more clarity or to myself or a friend just a friend to run things by or another coach. You can't do it alone. We need mentors. We need friends. We need people who will understand and support us, not support us in our negativity, <laughs> not support us in our self-abuse, but support us when we are moving forward by choice. Yeah. And you're so right, Karen. If we were meant to do it alone, then we would have come here alone, <laughs> not with 8 billion other versions of ourselves. There you go. <laughs> it is fascinating. And I have to ask you to Janet, changing the subject just a little bit, because we, we are talking about self-abuse, but changing the subject a little bit. Have you ever run into somebody that you just know that you've met before, but you don't know where or how? Yes. And the <laughs> best part about it, I love that you're asking me this, is that I will enact, usually, like lately, especially in the last few years, how I feel about them live in front of the public audience. So I'll tell you, when I met, my friend Liz, hey Liz, um, in my son's fifth grade classroom, there was this one desk open. <laughs> that must be my desk. I'm not the most promptly person. I'm usually running a little behind. And I walk in, I sit down and I just look up and there's this woman and we know each other. Well, the coolest part about it is that she's an intuitive too. So she knows me too. And we start holding hands and start crying. 
we engaged in lots of conversation. We hung out after school. We hung out the next day. Like it, it was beautiful because I knew who she was and she knew who I was. Another very good friend of mine, Ashley, we, um, somehow the universe has me run into her husband and he says, I think you should meet my, my wife. We meet at the park and within moments of meeting each other, we're tearing up. So yeah, I've had it happen. Even with my current partner, when I met him, I was the gravitational pull on just the picture alone was so immense that I almost started crying. So yes, we meet versions of ourselves and soul mates and partners and everything else in between frequently. And I think the ones that kind of make me a little sad sometimes is when I know that they don't know. <laughs> well, you've helped me open up my eyes to that, Jenna. You have helped me open up my oh, eyes. Wait, so. enlighten us, please, Karen. Don't leave us hanging. <laughs> well, no, when we met, you helped me see that indeed we were meant to meet. There are no coincidences. I knew that. So, I, But I spend a lot of time trying to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be learning or sharing with different people as we meet. What is important to make a difference in people's lives, uh, including my own? And... Friends, Janet and I just hit it off. And she said, Karen, we were not only supposed to meet. I saw your picture. I knew that we needed to meet. We've known each other forever. And we have to continue working together. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, see, I told you a lot more authentic when I'm like, you know what? I know who you are and you might not know who I am. And that, that's it. That's it. But because of our relationship and how you've taught me, it's like, oh, yeah, I get it now. I get it now. I'm growing. And this is so much. And it makes it makes the stuff that's not so good a lot easier to take. I don't have to beat myself up anymore. I don't have to give myself self-abuse for actions that may have been from a, a lifetime past. I don't have to do those actions anymore. I don't have to take on those actions anymore. Yeah. It is it is what it is. And it was so cute going self-abuse. Oh my gosh. When I looked in the mirror and I saw the belly around me and I got on the scale, it was like, oh my God. And I thought I was heavy back at 125, you know? Uh, it, it was, it, it was ridiculous. And now I look at myself and say, oh God, help. But anyway, now actually I, that that's the way I was. And now I can look at myself with that practice of finding that one good thing. And when I look in the mirror and honoring that, focusing on that more. So I saw some people the other day that I haven't seen in quite a while. And they said, oh, my gosh, Karen, you're so skinny. You, you are so, you're tiny. You're skinny. And I said, nothing has changed. Oh, yeah. Nothing has changed. 
weight-wise, exercise-wise. Yeah, I've lost, uh, I've let go of a couple of pounds, but it, it's like, isn't it interesting? Well, there's one thing that has changed, probably the most important thing. And I think you know what it is. Let go of self-abuse. You embrace yourself now. Mm-hmm. You love yourself now. You appreciate your body now. And that's really how this work works. This is really how it works. You know, we're all projections for each other, all 8 billion of us. Okay. <laughs> and More if we can let go of that self-abusive of stuff, then we can really be whole. Yeah. And it'll be reflected back to you. Yeah. It really will be reflected back to you. And it's so cool when that happens because, you know, as you're growing, as hanging out with Janet more and, and recognizing things more, I just say, this is so cool. This is, <laughs> it is really cool. Like, because you can't make this stuff up sometimes, right? The things that we encounter and find or we're witnessing in our lives. And, and it's just really fun because you can literally just witness and say, oh, that's where I am with this topic. Oh, that's where I am with myself. Oh, that's where I am with making this jump. And this cold is where I am <laughs> with making a current jump that I want to make. Yeah. 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 And that's okay. The cold is showing me and I'm deciding to use it. I like to ask the cold, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. What is it? What is it that I need to hear that you're trying to tell me so that I can move forward? And for me personally, and as I've been doing that work this week, and I finally made more momentum with it this morning. Was- That's because we're talking. <laughs> That's why we're talking to everybody the whole yeah. show. I've really had a lot of congestion holding me up. Mm-hmm. A lot of congestion from past baggage that you know for some reason I feel like we got to strap it on and bring it with us because it's part of our identity that really has no business going where I'm going there you go so the purge really starts the purge really starts right there once I had that the congestion started to drain and I was in much less pain much less discomfort but let me tell you what even getting pragmatic I know there's still more stuff I'll probably get to recognize today and sometimes I get to recognize it in my students which is cool because I'll see them dealing with something like oh yeah I have that going on too um and I'll finally get to understand as I'm saying this there's a bunch of coyotes howling I can hear them howling at a siren they wake up when the sirens go by um but basically you know being able to identify these pieces of the I can't that don't serve purpose anymore in the present day whereas now that I have awareness of it it's more of a I won't so now when you transition from I can't to I won't, it's like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do or do not. <laughs> That's it. Yoda stuff. Yeah. Yoda stuff. Uh-huh. There is no try. You can do anything. You just have to figure out a way to make it happen. How yeah. does a quadriplegic teach karate? Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible when you think about it. 
and and you do have to honor honor the fact that you you make the choices based on where you are at that moment in time and each moment is a new place that you can have for a a moment in time yeah this moment is gone and it's gone and it's gone and it's gone never to come back so we have our choices and recognize what our choices are and honor them for what they were at that moment in time. Yeah. And it's really great to give yourself that grace sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. so fantastic to give yourself grace because I find that the more that I make a choice and I and I'm committing to that choice at that present moment, being able to stand in the whole knowing of there is no wrong choice because whatever I need to learn is right there for me has been a lot more comforting from someone who has a pattern of I'm a control freak. Let me get this in a row and let me do this. And you're not sitting correctly. And just, you know, a reformed control freak. Well, that's it. That's it. And you can really (laughs) honor yourself and the wholeness of being able to make that change. Yeah. And and we can. We can. We just need help sometimes. So reach out to, to Janet. Reach out to myself. Reach out to a friend. Reach out to a mentor. Yeah. Because it does not have to be as hard as we make it. Stop abusing yourself because you are whole in every way. And it is a wondrous, fantabulous thing. So until next time, my friends, everyone stay healthy and be whole. Bye-bye. Bye, friends. (laughs) 